Now, it's Roger and JP on 102.5 The Bone. The Bone, Real Raw Radio, Roger and JP. Resting bitch face in the studio. And uh, Special Ted. If you want to watch on Bone TV, you can see what Special Ted looks like. I had several people making comments. I can finally see Special Ted. <laughs> He's the man. I love Ted. That's what this girl, I think Lori, was saying, if I read it right. It's quite the fashionista. <laughs> That's right. Where'd you get that at the Jamaican airport? My father-in-law brought this back from uh, Jamaica back in uh, 2011. One of my favorites. For those of you concerned, Ted's no longer sitting on the floor talking to us. He's now on a chair that's a little too high. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. That's all right, but Ted is like a big fan of politics. He's like a, a political hobbyist. So we like to go to him and find out exactly what went on. He's, he's up to date on all this stuff. That way we don't have to watch it. Mm. You know, it's always good like you that. You like that stuff, though. It's okay, but I didn't watch the debate last night. A couple good hockey games on. I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You read a lot of books, though, right? Like, Do you read a lot of political books, or it's more nah, like fi- you like fiction? fiction. Yeah, yeah, I'm not reading that stuff. <laughs> Ted, you want to interview each one of us? <laughs> <laughs> so what have you read in the last six months? You know what I like? I like Nelson DeMille. <laughs> um, instant uh, instant Drudge poll from the I, Drudge Report. I oh. like what you did the other day. What did we call him? Stand-in Raj? Stand-in yeah, Raj. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today, guys. Well, it's 102.5 The Bone, Real World Radio. I'm Roger. That's JP. Wrestling bitch faces in the studio. Brett the producer. I got to tell you, I'm really worried about my daughter. He's so great. <laughs> She's sleeping with six Mexican guys. What are you Unbelievable. Most, what are you most worried about, uh, Stand-in Raj? Well, I'll tell you right now. What I'm really concerned about now is that took my wife's credit card. They went on a plane, a private jet, to somewhere in Mexico. I don't know where they went. It's unbelievable. Your, your, who, your daughter? My daughter, yeah. She's dating like six guys at the same time. Okay. It's like Bizarro, Raj. Like yeah, is, it really is. Standard she's Raj like a real whore. She's a real whore. <laughs> my wife is cheating on me. So the character's a little imperfect. My house is about to go into foreclosure. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. You I do love, a good stand-in Raj. He does a good job. I love stand-in Raj. This is the best bone show we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> when Raj almost fell to the floor the other day, his back like kind of went out of it. He dropped to the floor. All of a sudden, Ted didn't even say a word. He, he became stand-in Raj. He's like, I'll do the show. Anyway. Tell you what, I threw my back out. I was at the gym. <laughs> that is Incredible. definitely Bizarro Raj. Yeah, that's definitely a, a, a flaw in that character. Right, right. <laughs> I'm never going to be at the gym. All right, so what do you want to get to before we throw you out of here? All right, quick uh, instant uh, Drudge Report uh, poll from last night. Who won last night's Republican debate? Mm -hmm. Trump, 53.5%. Okay. Ted Cruz, 31.3%. Yeah, but didn't you vote for this thing in, in this poll 15 times? I mean, how accurate are these polls? I, I voted 16. Yeah. <laughs> but so this is, what, this is what happens every time they have these debates. Um, Trump comes out on top. They think that he, and this, even CNN, they did these polls. Trump wins. Who so, did you think won the debate? There was also an interesting moment. I, we probably don't have the audio of it. But towards the end of the debate, Rand Paul supporters actually started chanting mm. in the room, we want Rand, we want Rand. And Neil Cavuto kind of, okay? And then he just kept going. <laughs> so I don't know if they threw those those guys out or mm-hmm. if they just got them to say Well, Rand Paul uh, boycotted the debate, didn't he? Yeah, or he was going to boycotted be the mini debate. He got demoted to the undercard, yeah. Right. But his supporters right. are very, you know, they usually come out in droves and vote also. Is Christie still in the game? Christie's still there. If you call 1%, still in the game. He's yeah, really I mean, down there, you know. He, he was, you know, he got two percent in this poll. Two, oh, okay. Yeah, but he was there. He was, he was that on fire his, last night. That means his wife and kids voted. 
Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Mm. Yeah. So uh, it was good, but I mean, they're really, you know, they're, they're, anything else we should hear from the debate? Anything important? Or are we, are we good? Um, did we play the uh, the citizen stuff with Cruz and Trump? We did not. We talked okay. about it. We didn't play it. Okay, you want to play that then? All right. Fighting about whether or not back in September, Cruz can. My run. friend Donald said that he had had his lawyers look at this from every which way, and there was no issue there. There was nothing to this birther issue. <laughs> Since September, the Constitution hasn't changed. <laughs> numbers have. The end of the day, the legal issue is quite straightforward, but I would note that the birther theories that Donald has been relying on, some of the more extreme ones insist that you must not only be born on U.S. soil, but have two parents born on U.S. soil under that theory. Not only would I be disqualified, Marco Rubio would be disqualified, Bobby Jindal would be disqualified, and interestingly enough, Donald J. Trump would be disqualified. <laughs> really? Because Donald's mother was born in Scotland. She was naturalized. Now, Donald... But I was issue, born here. On the issue of citizenship, Donald... <laughs> oh, doesn't back down. On the issue of citizenship, Donald... I'm not going to use your mother's birth against you. NBC Wall Street <laughs> Journal just came out with a poll. Headline... Trump way up, Cruz going down. I mean, so don't, so you can't, you can't, I, they don't like the Wall Street Journal, they don't like NBC, but I like the poll. And frankly, <laughs> it just came out. <laughs> so See, I, I gotta be honest with you. If I'm up on that stage and I can't get my, I can't get a word out, I would want to run into the crowd and strangle people. And the other great thing is, though, he does not back down. I mean, Trump does not back down. They asked him, does he want to reconsider his ban on Muslims? And he said, no. <laughs> that hey, was that, uh, right? yeah. hey Teddy on line two what's up Teddy hey what's going on guys hey hey it's been a while since I've talked to you guys I missed you when you came down to St. Petersburg what's up man what oh, you, well thanks for calling what do you got Teddy Listen, I was going on a theory of they talk about the uh, Mexican and the citizenship, uh, citizenship if they come over here and have a child that's born in U.S. soil they Come, become that somewhat word they're using as anchor baby. Wouldn't um, he was born in Canada? He's a Canadian, regardless of where his parents are. Regardless of his mom's an American, I think that's what the argument right. is. I mean, because if a Mexican family came from Mexico and had a baby here, it's a citizen of the United States. Right. Okay. Well, wouldn't that work in the same theory as if two Americans went to Canada and they had the baby born in Canada? Wouldn't the baby be a Canadian citizen? So, Teddy, if your mom's on vacation with your dad in London and she has you, you're British? Bloody right. <laughs> How does that make any sense? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Teddy. I've heard the that's story. That's the thing I don't get. You, yeah. could be, you could get into the country illegally and pop out a baby, and then that baby is instantly a U.S. citizen. And then what that baby can do when it gets old enough is sponsor the parents and make them citizens as well. But I don't think those parents would ever be able to run for president. The baby would. I don't think I care. <laughs> At all. <laughs> I think well, you have once again managed to wear out your welcome. <laughs> Just so you know, there's going to be a stand in Raj Twitter. Fake okay. Charlie Belcher has uh, been on Bone TV messaging. Fake Raj stand in Raj Twitter. Go. <laughs> so it's, right. it's on the way. And uh, Christine asked, I wonder if Standin Raj will tell us if the eggplant and the peach met yesterday. Oh, yeah. Standin Raj, do you want to explain? 
I'll oh, you don't even know. Yeah, I wasn't really in the, on the whole discussion. He doesn't know about the stand. Uh, the uh, I don't even know how to use social media. <laughs> I don't tweet. I don't text. I don't do anything. I use a rotary phone. <laughs> <laughs> it, you save a lot of money. I can't believe they took pay phones out. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know you're standing, Raj, and your Giuliani are very, very, very I'm close. looking at him. I'm no, thinking uh, the same thing. If, if he throw, just lisps, if, it's over. If you throw in a lisp, you're Giuliani. First off, the text messaging. It's, it's a big problem for for a school for a school children, for people all over this country. When I was the mayor of New York City, we had regulations on these types of things. We had serious concerns about students texting and sexting and sexting some more. So what we did was we set up a school texting safe zone in New York City on the Upper East Side, East 86th Street, between Third and Madison Avenue. And what people could do there was text and sext safely everywhere else in New York City was outlawed, just like the homeless. You're killing bitch face. (laughs) Your Mayor Giuliani uh, impression is uh, pretty darn good. Good job, Mayor. Andrew on line two. What's going on, Andrew? Yeah, um, my biggest question is how hasn't this question already been answered? I mean, they wrote the law. Somebody had to say when they're writing the law, hey, what happens if two Americans have a baby somewhere else? I can't believe this question has never been even broached. Or I think that's I where the term the, "it's a living, breathing document" comes into play. I, you know, I remember, and Ted, you'll probably know better than than me. I remember when um, Schwarzenegger ran for governor and won, and right. all of a sudden he was killing it in California. Right. And they said well, he should run for for president. And they said he can't run for president because he's not a naturalized citizen. He right. wasn't born in the United States. And then he mm-hmm. pushed. He he threw the idea out there that maybe we should change that law. Right. So he I just don't understand how, how this has never been, I mean, to me it's inconceivable that this has never been asked. Like, how hasn't, when even right. they wrote it, they had to have it in mind, okay, this is why we're writing it, because if two people do have a, two Americans do have a baby outside of America, they're still Americans. I mean, to me that's the reason the sure. law was even written. You know, I think when they wrote a lot of this, it. I think when they wrote a lot of this stuff, our forefathers really never fathomed how far down no. the rabbit hole this mm-hmm. country would go. Right. You well, know? Hundreds of years later, I can see where... It, you know, a lot of it. Even, that's not even far to down be interpreted differently. Just two Americans no. somewhere else. It's not, that's not even. Right. It's not like okay, what if one of them wasn't from here and one of them was from here and then they had a baby somewhere else? Right, right. I don't think the bottom line is the bottom line, and I keep going back to the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. is that Trump was right about the one thing: the fact that there are two sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. It will be argued. If he if Cruz gets to be the guy that goes through, mm-hmm. it will get argued. If they fear, think he's a threat, mm-hmm. if they think he's a threat, it, they will argue it, and they will, no question about it, take it as far as they go and make it last as long right. as they yep. can. And even if it gets solved, and then and- who stays in office, Ted? President Obama. Boom. Told him. <laughs> Doing away oh, with term no, limits. There it is. I mean, if can this goes all the way point? up to this, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, it's like um. If, and if it is a question, how is he even allowed to run for president? Like, if I, if I was going for a job at Hooters and I'm a man, they're going to say, no, you can't run, you can't apply for this right. job. So how can you even apply for it if you can't get it? All right. How's everybody not pre-qualified? Exactly. I agree with you. Same thing with Obama. Why, wasn't, why weren't those questions answered a long time ago? How did he become a senator? Right. Is yeah, the there Republicans no rules didn't want to be a senator? I would think Republicans there are. didn't want to touch it. Yeah. Well, no, there's no rules to be a governor either. Look at Schwarzenegger. Like, no rules on naturalization at that point. But then if he's going to run for president, there should be a committee of uh, people who want to run for president. you got to pass through here so we can make sure you stick to the rules of our Constitution before you go out.